We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Crazy times in D.C., Mr. Lightman. I don't even, you know, I've had, the question I've asked, if you think that McCarthy is a fait accompli, which people seem to still hold on to, then what was the point of all this? Ah, uh, gosh, uh, for the far right to make its point and gain power, which they probably, if McCarthy survives, uh, the far right will be far more powerful in the House. They're going to be able to have a lot more influence on what goes on the floor, uh, amendments, all this sort of insider stuff. But McCarthy's power will be probably diluted like we haven't seen in modern times. Do you think he'll make it through? I don't know. I've been saying that all week. I Every sort of theory I had has been blown up. I let's see, today's Friday. This all started Tuesday. I thought if he didn't have it by Wednesday, that he would he, he would fold because you know he already lost what five six times. So how much humiliation does he want? But here we are, eleven ballots, and they're scheduled to go back at noon today. And chances are they're going to vote again. I mean, his original strategy of wearing him down clearly isn't working. Now they're trying to cut a deal, but uh, even a deal, is that going to move the uh, maybe eight or ten of these hardliners that he needs? Yeah, you know, I just want to ask you, I talked to Ozzy Palomo, a guy we talked to, he's a Republican strategist with Chartwell um, Strategy, and he sort of made it sound like, there's, you know, I was like, why don't you just put up Scalise? You know, you know, we he talked about Byron Donald, but he doesn't seem like he has the experience, right, to necessarily be a bona fide candidate. But having said that, like, he implied, Ozzy did, that McCarthy would have to say, I quit before somebody else gets put up legitimately. Is that right? Probably. Although, I got to tell you, all bets are off here. This isn't, you know, we keep thinking of this like a sporting event where, well, you know, if the number two seed gets toppled, you know, the number three seed moves up. The logic here doesn't fit, and a lot of things could happen. Uh, I don't think they would put up somebody if McCarthy's still in it, but it could happen. And Scalise is certainly one of the names being floated. He, he, originally he came into leadership as the candidate of the far right. Uh, now, a lot of the far-right types are saying he's, well, now he's too establishment. But he's also very affable, solid conservative record. Uh, there's some other names out there you hear. Patrick McHenry from North Carolina. Uh, there's a guy named Tom Cole from Oklahoma who's, I don't know, 65, 70 years old, who would be sort of a caretaker choice. In other words, put somebody in there for two years just to get this over with and fight the battle next time. It's really fascinating. Um, and, you know, the last question, because I want to get into Biden and the border and, and some other things. But, you know, in terms of damage, is this, I mean, in some ways I, I've said it, I, I think this can be just a blip once we get going again. But now, you know, when talking about, you know, if, if, the, if the far right gets more power here and the House speakership is diluted and there's a thin majority, I mean, how much sort of you know the house has been pretty productive in recent years. Is it? Is it smell like we got some even more gridlock ahead? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I bet you come July, August, September, that's all we're talking about. Because you got two things going on here. You got the debt ceiling 
apparently has to be raised uh, mid-year. Uh, they always fudge around with that. Um, the last couple times that's happened, the right has been adamant. No debt ceiling increase unless they're spending costs. Actually, they want no debt ceiling increase, period. So you can see where that's headed. And if they acquire more power, well, you can see where that's going. Yeah. And then remember, you still have a Democratic Senate to deal with and a Democratic president. And the other one is September 30th when the money runs out uh, for, to fund the government. You can see what's com- coming down the road there. I mean, look, government shut down in 2018 and 19. Uh, over that was over immigration, but shut down in 2013 and what 95, 96, and what's the common thread there? You had a Democratic president and a Republican House. Mm-hmm. And well, you talked about immigration, so we might as well transition yeah, to that with David Lightman from McClatchy, D.C. You know, I, one of the frustrations about the whole border situation is like, why wasn't it a bigger priority for the Biden administration? It's it's obviously a massive problem that nobody's been able to solve, but at least make it seem like you're working to solve it. So, like, now he's got proposals, he's headed to the border. Like, why now? Exactly. That's what Democrats and Republicans are asking. One reason is, during the election season, the feeling was he didn't want to alienate a lot of the um, a lot of his supporters who uh, want a more compassionate immigration policy. They want uh, people let in who they think are should be let in, who are seeking asylum and so forth. But the problem is the impression, and the impression matters here a lot, is that this thing was out of control, that the borders were wide open. And, yeah, I know the numbers, you know, you can interpret them any way you want, but that's a question a lot of people have been asking. And I think, again, it's that Biden didn't want to alienate a certain constituency. Well, the election's over, and you notice January 4th, boom, we suddenly getting tough. He's suddenly getting tough on immigration and visiting the border. You know, I think you can be compassionate. I mean, it's like we still have to have you know a, a, a regulated nation, right? And I don't think it's yeah. liberal or conservative to understand that you know we want to make sure our country functions properly, and we can't have everyone. Listen, we'd love a safe, secure place for everyone on the planet. Right. We can't have eight billion people in in our in our country. You know, what I mean, so we have to have rules and. And it's been it's been frustrating, I think, for you know, especially moderates who don't want to take some sort of hardline stance here that there hasn't been more activity. So uh, we'll we'll see what happens there. You know, David, I want to ask you. It's a it's a big pivot, but you know, with Trump declaring for the White House, and then we get this law. I mean, he's not even campaigning, right? right? But when does it? I don't remember the calendar that well. When does it start to happen? Uh, well, they start raising money now. Uh, by the way, I, one quick note on Trump. He's had a terrible week. Yeah. Think about this. McCarthy's his guy, right? Yeah. He's making phone calls this week on McCarthy's behalf, and that's moving nobody. I'm surprised there hasn't been more about that. But uh, back to your question. Um, right about now, and then come summertime, you start to see declared candidacies, visits to New Hampshire, South Carolina, and usually debates begin. Um, right around August or September. I remember uh, in the 2016 cycle, first debate was in Cleveland in August. That's the one where uh, uh, Trump ended up in the conflict with Rosie O'Donnell and Megyn <laughs> Kelly, if right. you remember. Yeah, right. so, in fact, it used to be one debate a month starting in August. I don't know if they'll do that this time. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's going to heat up mid-year. So it's a lot closer. It's getting closer. I oh, mean, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it's pretty... F- Pretty fascinating stuff. I don't know anything on McClatchyDC.com uh, worth 
uh, noting to our listeners? Oh yeah, we're covering the daylights out of this McCarthy thing because he's one of he represents the district that we uh, we cover. So we have a good story today by our uh, state political reporter Jenna Hatch with our help with Washington's help on how this affects California. I did a story on uh, McCarthy himself and uh, how this what this means for him. In other words, even if he wins, why he's a weakened speaker uh, and what that means for policy. So, yeah, there's a lot there. Yeah, you go to the piece, What Are California Lawmakers Doing While Republicans Fail to Elect a Speaker? Co-byline by the great David Lightman. Yeah, it's a bunch of them. And Jillian Brazil. Yeah, you guys are cranking out copy. That, that yeah. is for sure. You know, when it comes to the—you brought up the Trump tough week— you know, and we talked earlier with Ozzy Paloma about how the you know the narrow majority makes this an, a bigger issue, right? Because if they had a bigger majority, this would be less of a problem for McCarthy. But oh, yeah. But there's also like this thing about you know whether it's you know McCarthy's role. I'm not saying in Jan six, but in the the whole election denial cycle. I mean, it, is that is is some of this a commentary on how you know sort of like in, there wasn't a red wave because Americans didn't want to really go to the far end of the fr- fringe on, on who to choose? They didn't want sort of the crazy theorist type thing? I mean, does this factor in at all? Oh, absolutely. As you say, look, they, they have 222, 218's a majority. This is not unusual for the far right to object to a more mainstream Republican. I mean, back when John Boehner was Speaker eight, ten years ago, I mean, it was routine. You'd have 15, 20, 25 Republicans voting against them. But they don't have that kind of margin anymore. Right. Nancy Pelosi... Was a po- we, we don't remember this, but uh, Tim Ryan from Ohio, Congressman from Ohio, opposed her. And uh, she easily survived. But there's always, you know, I don't want to say fringe, but always renegades there who are going to oppose the speaker because they're not a, 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 an effective speaker. Somebody who has to bring people together. When you're more ideologically inclined, you're not going to vote for that. Right. But again, when you only have a four-vote majority... No. All of a sudden, those people are empowered. Yep. David, have a great weekend. Great stuff. I'm sure more to talk about next week. Pleasure. Talk to you next week. Thanks. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.